seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Making perfect spice choices for healthy food is important to manage chronic diseases. We have focused on a specific line of spices that can really fit your diabetic lifestyle. Our spice flavors are a game changer. We have created unique blends of all-purpose seasonings that are salt-free, gluten-free, with no additives and preservatives, great for chronic conditions like high blood pressure, obesity, and heart disease. These spices contain antiviral, antibacterial, antifungal properties, and improve digestive function and metabolism. Choose Diabetic Cuisine Spices for your family to feel more safe, confident, and support healthy aging. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Transparency Talks Podcast. I am your girl, Butterby Rocker. Listen, we have an amazing show for you today. I'm actually very excited to talk to this young man. Um, he's in the music industry, so, you know, that's always the first thing. My first love is music, so I'm real excited to talk to him. But before I do, I do have a couple of announcements. Starting July 6th, we will begin doing ads live on my podcast. I also do it on my radio stations. Um, as you guys know, I'm on six syndicated stations overseas. I'm in London, Italy, Japan, South Africa, Nigeria, Canada. I'm on Blaze One. I'm on iHeartRadio and a couple of other stations. So I'm already doing ads for the radio. So get at me if you want to have it on the radio. But I'm also now going to be doing live ads on my feed. So you can reach me at info at orobinsonprmediagroup.com. Again, that's info at orobinsonmediagroup.com. Um, also, any, any, any any indie artists out there that is looking to get their music played holla at your girl i support all indie music i mean it has to be radio and uh radio friendly but if it's that heat you know get at me and we'll see if i can put it on <laughs> and then last as you guys know i executive produced wrote directed and started my very first film finding the perfect guy i have some announcements coming very 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 soon and uh, I did say last, but this is the last. Make sure you guys go cop my new single, um, Time Stand Still. It did debut at number 46 on the charts. So make sure you holler at your girl. Anyway, long story short, we have an amazing show for you today. He is a hip-hop artist, songwriter, music entrepreneur. He has over 150 major licensing placements. Can you guys please show some love for Mr. J-Lo Nolan? Hello. How you doing? I'm doing good. Can't complain at all. I am so excited to talk to you. I've been like, I've been waiting for today. Okay. 
<laughs> I have been waiting. So um, I want to just dive right on in. Can you tell everybody a little bit of background about yourself? Absolutely. So again, I'm a hip hop artist, songwriter, music entrepreneur, uh, raised in Atlanta, not born here. I was born in New Haven, Connecticut, but the majority of my life was spent in the Atlanta area. Um, I started doing music when I was probably eight years old. Uh, my older brother got me into it. I wanted to be like my big bro. And I just kind of got obsessed since then. Um, you know, like you stated, all of the uh, major placements in TV and film on Kevin Hart, Zero F's Given, All American, Little Fires Everywhere, Lizzo's Watch Out for the Big Girls, um, HBO Max, um, The Hype, uh, so many others. So a lot of stuff going on. And I, yeah. just, uh, and I just performed over the weekend at uh, the WABE Mixtape Block Party, which was also a stop on the NPR Tiny Desk Tour. So that was a big deal also. Going bad on them. I be running up a check and do the dash on them. They was sleeping on the kid and I passed all them. I was waiting in the water and I splash on them. Like, get a ball, splash. Hit the frog, splash. White walk, splash. Jackie jump, splash. Fuck all the drama, just me and my partners be grinding to fill up the bag. Add up the comments, she look at the diamonds, the mama gon' rob it, splash. Mission to fill in the blanks, permission to fill up the bank. Gassing on nipples, I guess I should fill up the tank. The champion and tip through the brain. Driving hits like golden gloves. Bang head with the shoulder shrug. Mayweather boy, I'm undefeated on my competition, I just pull the plug. Light a candle for the ops, got me pulling all the stops. Nick see me in they dread, made me think of going locks. I be creeping through your block. See all the holes in your strategy. I break it down like some crocs. Your tin like some jack in the box. Got your chick in my spot. She want apples to rock. I'm a bad boy. I just crash for it. I don't pay attention to the dashboard. I be in the pain, then I crash, boys. I just act hard. Get your sad card. I'm a Jaguar. Inspiration for the generation like the Black Panther. On my job, I just spread my gift. Do it every year. Some secret Santa. Sweet home, no Alabama. On the floor like David Banner. Pinky ring on Super Bowl. See me high stepping like Deion Sanders. Rule boy, better mind your manners. I've been watching I'm about to change the channel, got a chick waiting on speed dial And she got a drop like Louisiana, like, oh Going bad on them I, I be running up a check and do the dash on them They was sleeping on the kid and I passed all them I was waiting in the water and I splash on them Like, get a ball, splash Hit the frog, splash White walk, splash Jackie jump, splash Fuck up the drama, just me and my partners be grinding to fill up the bag so many people that didn't believe I set the goal up and then achieve Failing your business like Genevieve About to set up a show out in Tel Aviv Shattered your ass, you can't mirror me Got my cash in the safe like the embassy Play my women all dollars in Hennessy Got me dripping this special the seven seas Mad Hardy, how I flip with the flow Kitchen table with the mic on Nigga sweating my salad, gets hustling the flow Hard times taught me how to ball Never take a break like Curtis Blow Looking for anyone better, you never gon' find it Like when you just lost your remote Andy Guerrero, the frost splash Pull up with the flavor like DoorDash Came with the drip in the middle of summer My style just be changing the forecast Taking the money from everyone watching We put it on paper like Comcast I'm Andy, but major like Guap Dad I'm built like a tank in my war pack Praying for peace Once I get open, I'm taming the beast All of these wins in my circle of greatness It's like a tornado, that shit was a breeze You ask for a verse, you gon' pay me the fee Crazy as hell if you think it was free My energy sacred, you niggas ain't breaking my cheek I'm splashing on y'all like a creep Wow, cannonball, splash Splash, white walk, splash, jacket jump, splash. Fuck up the drama, just me and my partners be grinding to fill up the bag. Add up the comments.
Diamonds, she look at the diamonds, the mama gon' rock the splat. Cannonball, splat. Hit the frog, splat. White wall, splat. Jagged jump, splat. Took off the drama, just me and my partners, we grinding to fill up the bag. Add up the commas, she look at the diamonds, the mama gon' rock the splat. If you're just tuning in, we are talking to Jay Nolan. This is his single, Splash. And now back to our regular scheduled program. One of the things that you just talked about was all of your placements. And I'm, I have placements, but I ain't got 150 major licenses. Like you got placements, placements. So I definitely want to dive into that. But before we do, you are also a two-time author. You have a book series, The Pen Game Portfolio. I actually had the chance of checking out volume two, which was very informative. You touched on some things. I was like, I didn't know this. Like it was (laughs) was good. So I want to dive into, can you talk about your book series? And then we're going to dive into that. Absolutely. So the, uh, the pin game portfolio was really spawned from getting the placements and just like the accumulative information that I've gotten over the years of being an independent artist, not really having management, not really having a, a huge support system outside of family and friends. So I just had to like, dive into kind of becoming a music business nerd and i would always get people asking me questions on how i was doing certain things like how did you do this how did you that how do you do this and i'm like okay i could stop and answer everybody or i could just put this out on a public platform where i can direct people to it so i decided to write the first book i wrote it at the end of 2020 um, I released it at the top of 2021. The first book is kind of like more so a handbook. It's a, it's a bit short, kind of straight to the point. But I wanted to do volume two, which takes a lot of the elements from that first book. And it just goes way deeper in depth. So it's yeah. just, my whole my whole platform is about being a resource and kind of being a, a low key case study of what you can do as an independent artist. And you know, you really did touch on a lot of a lot of good stuff in your book. You know, you you showed people a lot of different ways that you can monetize your music as an independent artist. Some of the ways I didn't even think about. Like one of the things that you had on there was and I was gonna ask you about this, you know, because people can't do CDs no more, CDs is a yeah. thing of the past. How are people promoting their stuff? Like you just did tiny desks and different things like that. How are you promoting your stuff? So in your book, you had mentioned USBs. So I'm going to let you talk about it. Oh, yeah, for sure. So um, USBs, because, you know, they started updating cars to have those ports in it. Um, Just about USB ports are not as common on like laptops and MacBooks as they were maybe like five, six years ago. But people still know how to get that information off of them. A lot of times when you go to average person's home, they're not going to have the latest macbook they're gonna have something that was probably released in 2012 2015 so they'll probably have a uh, um, a usb port on their computer as well so it's something that they can put on there um and it's just a way to kind of get people away from the cd train of thought but still keep them in the in the space of okay i could get something physical from you because sometimes when you're meeting somebody in person you want them to go home with a piece of you you yeah um that could be a flyer it could be a business card it could be, you know, some type of, um, you know, like a flyer that has a QR code on it that leads you to the music. You want to have something that people can have in their hands to tangibly look at you when you're not in their face. You know what I'm saying? So 
uh, that has your logo on it or whatever representation you want. So although CDs and tapes are not always the end thing, tapes and vinyl, those are things that people can do that kind of can be like collectible, you know, do a, a run of 50 and the 50 people that get them, they're going to appreciate having it because it's something that nobody else has and they really appreciate you as an artist. So it's just different ways of like monetizing your work, creating something that is interesting for your actual true fans because a lot of times as artists, we get consumed with the followers, the viewers and stuff like that. But these are casual people that are just seeing you while they're going through their day. They're not really dedicated to what it is you're doing. So you want people to take another step forward to show you who they are. So being able to have those physical copies is definitely a step in the right direction. Dojo forever, forever. Start the course, start the verse, start the verse. She was wanting to waste, making my eyes chase. Stuck in that space, I need to get a taste. No time to waste, I put it down like whoa. The first and then the next, don't make me vex. She said it like that straight to me on the low. We gotta clash again. Lick summer, so she telling all our friends. Hmm. You know our body is a 10. Another lick gon' take her to the end, so I rev it up slow. I'ma have to show her what I know. I'ma have to let it all go. I'ma have to beat it till it's so. Make it say, oh, no, low. I'ma take her to the moon. Right here up in my room. I'ma make a cherry blossom bloom, just like it's June. I'ma take her to the moon, right here up in my room. I'll make a cherry blossom bloom just like it's June. I'm with her, a yes sir. I'm with she, and she's with me. She was moving her body so fast, she made me crash. I knew what could last. She put it all on blast, then she started bouncing slow. All eyes was on she, it was her and me, and then she made it all flow. I was talking to her like, go, 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 moving it all on the floor, lo, lo. Then she started yelling like, yo, 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 yo. I'ma take her to the moon, to the moon, right here up in my room, my room. I'll make a cherry blossom bloom, just like it's June. I'ma take her to the moon, to the moon, right here up in my room, my room. I'll make a cherry blossom bloom, just like it's June. Exploding like a bomb, you know I sound the alarm. I'ma let her know, I'ma let her know, I'ma let her, I'ma let her know. Oh, I'm with her, uh, yes sir. I'm with she, and she's with me. I'm with her, uh, yes sir, uh, yes sir. I'm with she, yeah, I'm with she. and she's with me. Uh, she ain't never gonna leave me. She ain't never gonna leave me. She ain't never gonna leave. Nah, nah, no, no. Other girls from all around the world, places like Ghana, talking about Uganda. Talk about Botswana And we talk about Kenya Talk about America Talk about Jamaica, Jamaica Ooh. All the black girls She ain't never gonna leave me She ain't never gonna leave me Cause I put it all down 
She ain't never gonna leave me, she ain't never gonna leave me cause I put it all. Calling all my indie artists. We are looking for that fire. So if you got that heat and want international exposure for your next single, contact our team for submissions details. Exposure in Italy, London, Japan, South Africa, Nigeria, and Canada. Serious inquiries only on Instagram and Facebook at Transparency Talks Podcast. When I read about the USB that I was thinking about, I was like, well, you put on there that you're doing exclusive and you're putting content that that hasn't been released. As a songwriter myself, I got so many songs that has not been released and that's like freaking genius. So I was like, okay, message received because, sure. you know. Yeah, I mean, because there's so much stuff that we'll probably never put out, but yep. that, doesn't, that doesn't mean that somebody else won't love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm trying to tell you, I was very. I'm gonna. I'm now going to download your course. So let's okay. talk about your course. You also have a course. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So um, with the course, paid to play, that is it's spawned from the same motivation. People just constantly asking. How can I get my music placed in TV and film? How can I do this? And, you know, I did a lot of consultations with people. Mm -hmm. But, of course, doing consultations takes time out of the day that I could be applying towards all of the other stuff I do because I handle all of my own administrative and business duties myself. So I was like, let me go ahead and just record the course. You can watch it. You can rewind it. You can come back to it on demand as much as you want. And I'll break down my entire process of how I got into sync licensing uh, companies that I work with. I give people contact information for companies that they can actually reach out to and send demos. Um, I break down the trends that are in sync licensing to where you can kind of see some examples of the types of music that are getting used on different types of um, actual productions, just so people can have additional context. Cause I think that's one of the biggest barriers in sync licensing is okay if i have these songs on my hard drive or if i have these songs that i release to the public are they eligible are they something that i actually work in the market you know and a lot of times maybe not you know because we're making music from just our own interests our own passion um i know hip-hop specifically it's very brand-based we're always shouting out all the top brands the gucci louis the new watch brands and all of that stuff and that stuff doesn't necessarily work on TV because they don't want you advertising for them and they don't know how you're using their brand. You could be saying it's, it's, it's lame. You could say it's not good no more. So they're like, nah, we don't want that. Plus, it just opens up trademark and copyright issues for the people that are uh, actually running the shows. So I wanted to break all of these things down so artists can just get into the mindset of running themselves as a business and sync licensing for me has been a very strong proponent of my business one of the things that i really appreciate is that you really are taking everything that you've learned in this industry and you've turned it into a business so you've turned you you're writing you turned that into a business you know and open it up to additional people outside of just the people that's contacting you. So you had mentioned some places where other people can hire you from, where you write, you'll write their 
their songs or their lyrics or whatever the case may be. And then another thing that I really, what I really, really want to get to okay. is, it's cool that you that you wrote this. Is it different from, is it different from, is your series, not your series, is your course different from your books? Yes. So the okay. course, the course specifically focuses on sync licensing. So, you know, cause I, cause I had people that have, have literally read the book and I give information about sync licensing in the book. I thought I gave enough to kind of get people going, but then it's mm -hmm. like, man, I really want to know more about this sync. And I'm like, okay. So it's like, all right, people just started really gravitating to that specific element yeah. of what I talk about. You know, I kind of, I give people so much information from my content on YouTube to my content on Instagram, but it just seems that sync licensing, I guess it, it gives people kind of a, a straight way to actually get paid. Mm -hmm. So it's like, man, if I could just get into this sync thing, yeah, I want to do that. And it's like, okay, but you're still going to have to learn all of the other stuff. Like you still yeah. have to know about your publishing. You still have to know about controlling your master administration stuff. So either way it goes, no way, no way that you slice it. You're going to have to learn these things, but I can, but with the course, I basically teach it to you in the context of sync licensing because mm -hmm. there's a broader spectrum of just having it there so that you can collect your royalties and put it on streaming platforms and stuff like that. But then there's also why it's important to have all your business in order as it pertains to sync licensing so that you can get your upfront payments if that's what's happening or get those back end royalties and making sure that um, if you're if you're getting something placed for a song you already have out, you're gonna wanna make sure that it's available, it's searchable, you know, all these different things. Mm -hmm. that people don't necessarily think about on an on an everyday basis because I was in that same place where I was just dropping music and you know spraying and praying pretty much. So it just kind of gives you more of a um, to do list more than anything mm -hmm. because that's mm -hmm. all it really takes. And at the end of the day, if your music fits, it goes. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And hopefully, you could find somewhere else for it. And that's another thing that I'm trying to get people to understand is that there is no guaranteed sync placements for you. Like right. It's just not how it works. We taking a pause for the calls. I like to give a quick shout out to all my listeners out there. What up Italy? What up London? What up Japan? What up Canada? What's up South Africa? What's up Nigeria? I appreciate you guys. What up the USA? Death to me in You ain't been a friend of me. Death to me in First off, death to my enemy, stress to them haters, yeah, you ain't been a friend of me, devil won't prosper here, you won't take this energy, power to the money, your respect is set my free, solid, uh, yo, would you kidding me, me, ain't no snitching me, everything we all star, you wish you read, hustle reef, motivate your hustle, that's the centerpiece, form, get your bread, move your legs like a centipede, this is different rap, get your listen tack, on the mission facts, get the vision back, no one's finna tax, flip a pack, get tripped and yak, Never get with that. Bronx on the scene again. Steady looking heavy, not that Chevy, but that Beamer Jim. Man, they let the leader in. I illustrate. Man, you've been a fake. I've been a great. And the winners fade. Exchange, name change, banging the dinner plate. Break the interstate with exquisite taste. Always been the case. Always getting cake. Thrashing through the interstate. Sucker. I laid it to you, busters. 
psychologist. This is for the streets, them have nots, the sort of kind of rich. Hurting in that rain, putting pain and no acknowledgement. Fame, know your name because you working, then you polished it. Uh, yeah, death to my enemy, stress to them haters, yeah. You ain't been a friend of me, the devil won't prosper here. You won't take this energy, power, take the money and respect and set my free solid. I mean, everybody knows about Sync and, and hears, you know, yeah, you can get your songs on on all of these platforms, but how do you get past the gatekeepers? That's the biggest question. How do you get past the gatekeepers? Because most companies don't allow solicited music and they only accept it through A&Rs or through somebody they know or through entertainment attorneys and stuff like that. So how how do we get past that? Um, Well, in my experience in sync licensing, Mm -hmm. you you have music library companies and then you have your sync agencies. And these are people that they're looking for music. So it's not the same way as like these record labels. Record labels don't want your unsolicited music because we see so many different people coming out being like, hey, Nicki Minaj stole my idea. I sent my song over to Universal. And it's like, did they really steal it? But but it becomes like a PR issue for them. So that's why stuff like that don't happen. But in the sync licensing music library field, these people want to hear your music because they constantly need, especially independent music, because if Beyonce is trying to charge them a million dollars for 60 seconds of a placement and they could get you for 10 to 15,000 or pay you on back end royalties, that's an opportunity for you. Right. So they're constantly looking for music. And um, in my experience, it's as simple as a cold email. Like they'll listen to it. They'll get back to you if they if they don't feel like anything works. Of course, they're not going to get back to you. But I haven't had too many instances where people didn't respond well as we both know there are a lot of sites out there now for um licensing your music and different things like that but there's a lot of scammers online as well so that are charging you to pitch the project and you pay a fee and it doesn't go nowhere they don't even send it to anybody they're just collecting the money um who are some of the people that you use um i typically for somebody starting out i typically recommend crucial music um, you have the opportunity to choose how you want to work with them, whether it's on an exclusive or non-exclusive basis. Um, and, and, you know, some people start fidgeting when you start talking about exclusivity, but it's not like a record label deal. Exclusivity just means if they accept any of your music, the, whatever songs they add to their catalog, they're the only sync company that can represent it. Yeah. Um, but you can also, you, you also have the option to choose a non-exclusive working relationship with them as well, which means you retain all rights to your music. You can do whatever you want with it. You can send it to as many other non-exclusive companies as you want, and they just help to pitch it for you. And they'll take you know a cut on any placements that they get for you. But I always tell people about Crucial Music. I always tell people about InStyle Music. They do. They have the same exact policy. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a website called Medio that I've been working with for about a year. Um, they're free, so they're not charging you for anything. And they're basically a directory, for, for lack of a better word. They list out the placements that they have available. Once you sign up, they're going to send you emails directly to you to say, hey, we're looking for uh, hyper pop. We're looking for a new R&B song. We're looking, and, and it'll get pretty specific. It'll tell you, if they want something that sounds top 40, they'll tell you if they're looking for some 
specifically an independent artist with less than 5,000 followers, if that's what they're looking for, because some of these music supervisors nowadays, they actually want to have the ability to break artists mm. through their projects. So mm. that's stuff that's going on these days. But they'll tell you all of the requirements that they're looking for um, in your music. And with uh, Medio specifically, they do a 60-40 deal in favor of the artist. So on the royalty side or whatever, if there's any upfront payment, say if there's $10,000 on the line, you get six, they get four. They're just taking that four for helping you get it. Nice, nice. And they don't touch okay. your royalties. Okay. Um, I would also say Madden Flow Entertainment is another company that's out there. Uh, any shows on like BET, BET especially, uh, I know they had placements in like Black Panther. Anything that got black folks in it, they got placements in it. <laughs> so <laughs> shout out to Madden Flow Entertainment. Shout out to Shot the Sync Placer. Um, he's always working, always open to hearing new music. So that's another uh, company that I definitely suggest. Um, we can't give them all of them because yeah, they yeah, got. That's that's that's. that's yeah. got a lot of course, Gave you a you few. Know. Gave you something yeah, to start you, with. <laughs> yeah, we just want to. We just want to give you a little bit, but yeah. get the course so that you can get the full breakdown because he, sure. he puts it all out there for you. We're taking a pause for the cause. It's your girl, Butterbee Rocker. This is one of my singles entitled Strange Love featuring Homer Mac. Make sure you check out the music video. Ain't going nowhere, let me pamper you and wind you and dine you for all the shit. 
when is the right time to hire a manager? Oh, that is a great question. I think, I don't think there's a right time. It's mostly, in my opinion, if you have too much going on musically, not too much going on life-wise, but too much musically that you can't handle. Like if you're getting booked every two, three days, you're doing sync stuff, you're doing, uh, you know, some people are also doing like uh, singing covers at bars and stuff, not even doing their original music. Some people are doing background on tour for other artists. Like if your schedule musically is just stacked up to a point where you can't handle it, I would say get manager. If you have money coming in off of these different opportunities at your season, all right, you can entertain a manager. But I don't think most artists at the independent level really need a manager until you've done something major Mm -hmm. to where now you're getting all this attention and now people are trying to pull you right to left. You may need somebody that can help mitigate what's best and what's not best for you in terms of your interests because you're going to get a lot of attention both from people that can accelerate what you're doing and then you have people that are just trying to get you based on the attention that you're getting it's like oh come do this show at you know this bar and grill over here we ain't got nothing for you but we would love to have you you got to start weeding out certain things yeah sometimes having that manager as a buffer can kind of help you maintain relationships with people that you still want to be cool with but don't necessarily want to do what they asking you to do that manager could kind of help be that buffer but honestly like I said, I don't think the majority of independent artists need a manager. I don't even have a manager at this point. I fired my manager two years ago. So ain't no wrong with that. Yeah. And choosing a manager is like a whole other thing because you have to be able to get people that you can trust, somebody that has yeah. really good communication skills, somebody that you feel can be to your greatest benefit when you're not around speaking on behalf of you because that's why I had to fire my manager um he was leaving impressions that I didn't know Mm -hmm. people didn't like him Mm -hmm. right so then I had to see it for myself because uh me and this uh producer that I was working with we shared management and this dude straight flat out cussed out the producer in front of me and it was like no reason to cuss this dude out. Like I was mm-hmm. there witnessing the whole situation and I'm like, oh, this is how you treat people. Like, yeah, yeah. We gotta cut that off. You know, so you definitely gotta be careful with who you're selecting as your manager. You gotta be careful about the agreements that you enter with with that manager because people aren't always, you know, gonna let you out when you say you want out. You got people that are gonna put funny clauses in there if you ever try to leave them where they get paid off of whatever you do after you leave for a certain amount yeah. of time. So all of these types of things artists gotta really start thinking about beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. I've had a lot of managers that, that have approached me and they see that, you know, I've worked with a lot of people. I've worked mm-hmm. with from um from Janet Jackson, Kanye West, um, Usha worked with Akon, TLC, a couple people, Nas, some people, right? And I've toured the world independently as an independent artist, either opening up for shows or doing my own shows overseas with my bands and, and things yeah. like that. And then I started doing cruise lines and stuff like that, right? Um, you get people that approach me all the time, but it's like 
if you can't get me indoors that I can already get myself in, it. It, it doesn't make any sense. Like it, it has to make sense for me to do it, yeah. to, to have you represent me because, you know, we, we are the product and <laughs> this is our babies. It's us. So, yeah. you know, I'm not just going to give you the keys to the, to the gates, you know, exactly. so that you can have all access to everything I know and, and all sure. of these people. I, I had to build the rapport with these people and on these projects and different things. And now that I've crossed also into doing films and stuff like that, oh man, they coming at, they coming. Yeah. They coming. I'm exactly. like, block, block. Yep. You gotta make sense. I, I recently made a video telling people like, you gotta think of yourself as a legit business. Like, yeah. You're, you're an owner businesses only hire managers that are going to help their business grow. They're only yeah. going to be, you're going to hire a manager based on their expertise, based on their experience, based on their ability to actually do the job. Don't just get right. somebody because you feel like you need them. A lot of artists think they want managers, but they really want somebody to invest in them. So yeah. it's, it's just a lot of misinformation out there that people kind of run with. <laughs> Exploring that type 
Transparency Talks podcast is brought to you today by the Defiant Ones Teen Magazine, a magazine for teens by teens, which discusses the latest fashion, entertainment, trends, financial literacy, bullying, school, sex trafficking, the health and wellness of teens and young adults, and so much more. Join Teen Brothers founders Christian and DeCorey Robinson and so many other young adults that are defying the odds by subscribing to the online and paperback magazine and listen to Defiant One's Teen Podcast on all podcast platforms today. For more information, go to www.defiantonesmag.com. Once again, that's defiantonesmag.com. You're a hip hop artist and you're also a songwriter. Do you make any of the tracks or you don't make any tracks? As far as producing? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. That's something I'm that's something I'm trying to get into, but I haven't really been able to dedicate all my time towards it. It's a long process. Like yeah. I know how to produce music as well, and I've produced a few and I've actually sold two tracks. But it's not, let me just sing, let me come up with the melodies, let me do that part, because yeah. coming with, you know, all of the instruments and the sound, it's too much. It's a lot. It is. It, it really is. So how do you collaborate with these with these different producers? Because a lot of people, especially new people that's in the industry, they want to know, who owns the masters? Y'all both wrote this song, y'all do a 50-50 split, right? On the writing and the publishing. Yep. Who owns the masters? Um. So with... Just about everybody that I work with, we co-own them. Um, because with most of the people that I work with, I don't necessarily pay up front. Mm-hmm. So Me either. I share ownership with everybody. I don't want to take anything that I don't earn, and I want everybody to feel comfortable. And at the end of the day, it's 50-50 down the middle on everything, from the master to the writers, yep. publishers, down to the streaming, whatever it is, we split in half. Yeah, yeah. Why is it important to get your split sheets and stuff done? Um, it's important because, number one, we live in the social media age, right? So if somebody ever feels uncomfortable about something you did, they going to go to social media and talk about you. That's one thing. That's a bad look. All right. You're not getting it right, right? So that's one thing. Number two, if you're trying to actually do anything with your music beyond just saying that you're an artist, you're going to want to have your splits in order to make sure you're getting your cut of the money and you want to make sure that your your collaborators are being properly compensated for their work as well because that's going to reflect good on you. That's what's going to make people want to continue to work with you is because, okay, I've been working with all these other artists. They don't be having this stuff together. I'll never get paid. I'll never get paid on time. Okay, you stand out. I'm actually locking in with you. I'm more willing to give you more of my production or give you more of my time if we're co-writing because you're not playing around with this. You're serious. Um, If you're trying to get your music placed in TV and film, you're going to need to present those split sheets. You're going to need to have your your collaborators 
on hand to possibly sign off for their portion of it you know so all of these things play in tandem no matter where you're trying to go so yeah you're gonna want to have those split sheets in order if you can get them in this in the studio the day of that would be perfect um i know in the industry that's even harder to do because you yeah. gotta deal with people's egos you got people i've seen managers on different interviews clowning people like you really think you're gonna get somebody to sign off on a split sheet in the studio haha <laughs> it's like i would like to <laughs> i would like to right <laughs> y'all laughing but you know uh so if you could just get it as soon as possible whether it's the day of or Within a week or two of y'all making the music, you just don't want to have questions about who did what, because that could become an issue down the line, especially for some people. They're learning from the way that the Kanye's and the Drake's do music and stuff like that. They have 10 people collaborating on one song. Like, I don't do stuff like that. I don't I don't partake in none of that. But I have seen it happen where there's so many hands in the pot. You got to try to do all the, this long division to make sure everybody gets their piece yeah and sometimes especially on an independent project depending on what type of team you have what type of marketing you have going on you're splitting this 10 ways everybody's splitting 150 and i'm talking a dollar 50 you know right so it don't even be worth it so anyway just get that stuff ironed out as early as possible, just so that you can be as professional on your end. You want to have a paper trail of everything that's going on. I have a horror story. Um, I used to do a lot of stuff over at Dallas Austin Studio. Okay. And we banged out like 40 tracks. <laughs> like my whole, I had a writing team called Me Writers. Yep. Banged out 40 tracks. I mean, it was killing the game, right? And the producer was, lived over in Belgium. I have a lot of placements with him. Well, come to find out, we got these placements. He got some, we got some placements here, and then when he went back to Belgium, he got some additional placements with our songs. Right? Okay. Well, we already got splits. We're good. No, they gave him the upfront money. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't shared money. Um, nor did he give them the proper information, even though he had all of the splits. So he had that I was with CSAC. He had all of my stuff. And he only put on their butter. He didn't put butter, be rock like nothing. And because he's with Sabam, which is over in Belgium, and we're over here, yeah. unless I have an attorney to go over there to handle everything, like it was a nightmare. It was yeah. the biggest nightmare. But then you turn around. So I, I didn't want to work with nobody no more. I didn't want to do no more. I didn't want to do no more pitching. I was like, I'm good on this because this way this go. And it was like, Four of the songs was that he collected the, just the money from, yeah. and nobody split it. You know, he got all the money, yeah. so I would eat it, right? But then you have good situations. I just placed the, I just did a, a major TV show and placed one of my songs and sung the song live on the TV show. Nice. So, but I used to be, I got to a point just recently that I started now pitching again because okay. I had such a bad experience with that that I was like you know what this the way this thing works yeah. I'm good what has been some of your challenges working in the music industry um I think for me my main challenge was finance because mm. uh, just a few years ago I was still working like two jobs, trying to do music, trying to save, trying to do all this different stuff. And 
it just never seemed like enough. Yeah. You know, like, all right, I'm paying my bills. I got $100 here to put towards my music. What am I going to spend this $100 on? Is it even going to make a difference? Yeah. Um, cause, so it just gets like to a point where you kind of feel defeated. The opportunities aren't coming in the way that you yeah. want, not fast as you want. You've put your eggs in all these different baskets. None of them are actually hatching. You know, it feels like you just got spoiled eggs and baskets. You know, those types of things are, are, are the main challenges that I had. Back in 2015, I think I wanted to retire from music completely, you know, because um, I wasn't doing number open mics. I'm like, man, yeah. I got all this talent and I'm just doing the same open mics left and right. Everybody says I'm great. I meet people in the industry. They say I'm great, but then they go off and leave and they don't remember who I am. I see them another time. They vaguely remember me, you know, so it's like, dang, I might have to hang this thing up. Yeah. So those are like the primary challenges I face. This your girl, Butter B. Rocker. I would like to introduce as my world premiere, my new single, Time Stand Still. Make sure you go online, like it, love it, share it, know what I mean? When 
to our community that number one this is a possibility this is something that's open to you but also we want to get reputable people from the industry that handle sync quite often to come yeah. in and talk to the artists talk to the producers the composers to give their perspective on what it is they're looking for how they like to be reached out to how they like music to be formatted because we could tell you all day from a creative standpoint and it's like, okay, I'm going to listen to that. But to hear it directly from the person that's making a decision, it hits differently. So uh, we're leveraging our relationships to try to get these different people in to like really break this stuff down. So January 20th and 21st, we're going to be doing a virtual conference at the top of 2024. The goal is to turn it into an actual live in-person conference. But of course, that takes live in-person money. So this first time around, we're going to do it virtually. If we can, you know, build that buzz, build that demand for it, we'll take it further than that. But that's what we're working on. Okay. Well, um, how can people find you? Yeah. Uh, at Real J Nolan. Instagram is t typically the best way. But if you're on Facebook, if you're on YouTube, Twitter, whatever it is, at Real J Nolan. If you want to reach out to me directly through emails, at Real J Nolan, excuse me at gmail.com i try to make sure everything is real jay nolan just for branding purposes well uh, i would like to take take this time to thank you so much for being a part of transparency talks podcast and um with that everybody we are out of here talk to you guys later peace I'd like to thank you for tuning in to Transparency Talks Podcast. We are here each and every week. This is your girl, Butterby Rocker. You can follow me on all social media at Transparency Talks Podcast, as well as Butterby Rocker. That's B-U-T-T-A-B-R-O-C-K-A. -E you have my soul. Down like this barbecue, mm -hmm. and you taste so good. Uh -huh. I want 
get you in another room mm-hmm. And put you in another mood yeah. And ride you, ride you, ride you. Yeah. And I'ma slide you, slide you, slide you. Yeah. And I'ma vibe, vibe, vibe yeah. And then I'm home, you have my soul Baby, please let me go You are the circle to my world And I don't understand why you wanna hold me hostage Hostage But uh, would you want my dose? Baby, could you take it on the coast? Do you wanna roll? With your big homie, big bro? Why you wanna hold me hostage? Hostage. 